Hey there, everybody. Franklin Taggart here, and it is time for a virtual coffee break. I've got my coffee. Grab your beverage, and let's chat for just a minute, shall we? Um, I had a, a question come up yesterday in a conversation. Um, I have a client who is extraordinarily successful and active right now on TikTok, and um, she is doing amazing things and posting their, you know, sometimes several times a day and her following has grown very rapidly and she's gotten a significant amount of work from that resource. But her question yesterday was, what if TikTok goes away? And um, a similar question has been asked recently about Twitter as well. So the, the thing that I'd like to talk about right now is what if TikTok and Twitter go away? Um, just over a year ago, I did an, an interview uh, with an entrepreneur named Yifat Cohen. Uh, Yifat lives in Austin, Texas. Um, really a pretty remarkable lady, but she is a, just a powerhouse when it comes to um, to online marketing, digital marketing, the whole nine yards. She had built a community on Google+. Plus that was over 100,000 members, if I remember correctly. And at the whim of Google, Google Plus went away. Um, they just decided that they didn't want to support it anymore. Um, their, their hope of you know, upending Facebook and some of the other social media platforms um, they found didn't work. But she had found her audience there. She had found a group of people that were primarily, you know, tech entrepreneurs and people who are interested in related areas. And she had built a huge following there. And at the whim of Google, it went away. And she said the hardest lesson to learn was to not build my property on rented land. And that's a nice metaphor for just saying it's really important for you to ultimately have people who are going to be a part of your customer community, you know, be in your, be in the place that you actually own and control. And the way that she suggested it is that she, you know, brings people to her website and they, you know, they sign up for memberships on her website, et cetera, et cetera. Those kinds of things are available there. And a lot of people are going to tell you that that you should just, you know, this is the reason that you should have an email list because the email list is something that no matter what happens to the platform, you own the list, and you don't lose you don't lose contact with thousands of people at a time, even hundreds of people at a time. For some businesses, would be devastating. So when it comes around, the, when the question comes around to TikTok and Twitter. I have another personal example that I can use, and that is that in my music career, one of the resources that I used for several years, uh, back around probably 2005 to 2008, 2009, was MySpace. And MySpace, I had, I don't know, I think I had around 1,500 followers, which for a musician, 1,500 followers can be a pretty can be a pretty good community for a musician when they're, you know, in the middle of their, you know, of their career, career building. And um, I had, I don't know, about 3,500 people on my email list at that time. 
And MySpace, just again, when Facebook came around um, and people found out how easy it was to connect with, you know, the childhood friends and um, the whole idea of the timeline really disrupted what MySpace was all about. And, you know, ultimately MySpace was really trying to give people uh, a place online where they could easily set up some kind of a web presence. It wasn't necessarily a website, but it was a page that they could call their own. And they could, you know, create a community around and on that page. Well, when MySpace went away, you know, it's still, I think it's still hanging on by a fingernail. But when MySpace lost, you know, top dog billing to Facebook, I I didn't really, I'm, you know, those 1,500 people, you know, some of them I, I retained going to Facebook, but then Facebook made it very difficult to reach them without paying. <laughs> so it was one of those things where it's like, we're, we're living in a time when a platform, you know, I've, I've gotten to the point with Facebook where I just don't even want to use it anymore because this has become too cumbersome to use. And it hasn't, it's become a less and less pleasing place to spend time. And so I'm, I'm really looking at, you know, is my community really there? I have to I have to ask that question honestly and quite quite honestly the answer that I come up with is my community may be there but my ability to reach them there has become so limited that it's really not worth spending a lot of time on so whether TikTok or Twitter makes it I know that for the person who is who is pulling in a lot of community, a lot of new customers, a lot of new opportunities through TikTok or Twitter or whatever else right now. If those go away, there will be other places where you will be able to reach your people. But I do feel like the imperative right now for for anyone who has, you know, a, a business of any kind, I think the imperative right now is to make sure that you are bringing people over to your program, to your to your email list, to your membership site, to your membership program, to your community, and and interacting with them there and delivering value there, so that they don't see a need to uh, to try and find you anywhere else, right? So if you're going to be using TikTok and Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram and God, whatever else, you know, will be the flavor of the week next week, get them over to the community area that you own and, and really build a valuable experience for them there so that they don't have a need to go anywhere else. I was also reminded um, in one of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of, it's for a community that I lived in when I was growing up many years ago now, and it was the community that my dad grew up in, and there was a, there was a thread in that Facebook group that was talking a lot about um, how the big box stores had come along and back in the 80s and basically just decimated 
the mom and pop stores that were all on Main Street. And the mom and pop type stores in that town have never ever come back. I mean, there are a few small, you know, boutique kinds of shops there. But the, the, the stores that were really the cornerstones of that local, um, that local family-owned market, you know, Walmart came in and killed them. And now Walmart is, is replacing live people with, you know, self-checkout <laughs> computers. And so what's really interesting is like there is not a, there's not a retail um, market in that town that actually employs very many people. That is exactly the same kind of a thing, just a different kind of an idea. And that is that when the big box stores came along, the Walmarts and the Targets and the Kmarts and, and those, that's where the community went. And what I'll tell you is that when these new platforms come along and when the old platforms kind of fade away, your community is going to go somewhere. Where are they going to go? Well, give them a place to go and you won't have to do so much guesswork. So folks, that's what, that's all I've got on my mind uh, here on the coffee break today. I'll be back again tomorrow with yet another coffee break. And then on Friday, you're going to be hearing from a really cool, intuitive uh, consultant coach named Fran Gallagher. who's going to be talking a lot about uh, cultivating your intuition as um, as kind of a business guide. It's going to be an interesting conversation, and I think you're going to love it. So folks, have a good whatever it is where you are, and thank you again for spending your time and your attention here with me, and I'll see you again tomorrow. So long. <laughs>